Welcome to a Healthy Push podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. Okay, I want to talk to you about something that is really hard for people to talk about, but it's something that so many people struggle with and it's not talked about enough. I truly feel like if we talked about this more, people wouldn't have such a fear of it. So I want to talk to you about death anxiety. And this is something that I struggled with from the time I was a little, little kid until I was probably in my mid-20s. And I want to talk to you about how I developed this, the fear of death. And it might not resonate with you, but I want you to hang in there because I'm going to share lots of things with you that will help you if this is something that you struggle with. Because I want you to really hear this right off the bat. Like I truly believe you can create a healthy relationship with death. And I know that might sound crazy, but it is something that I have done for myself and it has been such a powerful thing. And I want to teach you how you can do this because I think so many of us are walking around with so much anxiety and fear and symptoms and panic and it just doesn't have to look like this. I truly believe you can create a healthy relationship with death and so I want to talk to you about it. So I'm not going to go too much into this, but I do want to share that I grew up in the Pentecostal religion. And if you're like, what the heck is that? (laughs) It is a form of Christianity. And in this religion, there's lots of practices surrounding having a strong relationship with God and also the Holy Spirit. So there's strict beliefs and rules and This religion is something that's been in my family for generations. So it's something that my mom was taught and then I was taught and so much of my childhood in my life revolves around this religion. Like we went to church twice on Sundays for two plus hours each time. We also went to church during the week and outside of church so much revolved around this religion. Like we read the Bible, I read Bible stories, and when we had family get-togethers this was like the topic of conversation. So I heard about it a lot and within this religion, or at least what I was taught, is that there's a heaven and hell. And someday God is coming back. And of course, you want to go to heaven. You don't want to go to hell. And I don't want to go too much into it, but there was just a lot of fear ingrained in me from a very young age that, you know, you don't want to go to hell. You you don't want anything bad to happen to you. And so for me, I think being a sensitive kid, I really clung on to this, this information. I thought, oh my goodness, like, God is going to come back someday and I have to make sure that I go to heaven. And I was so scared of dying. Like I was so scared of something bad happening to me. And I literally remember going to bed every single night thinking, please don't let me die. Please don't let anything bad happen to me. And you can hear I still get emotional about it now because it was so hard, of course, as a little kid, not being able to understand or grasp and to just have so much fear instilled in me. And not only would I worry about myself dying or something bad happening to me, I would worry about my mom dying and something bad happening to her or my other family members. 
And it was really, really hard to navigate, of course, as a kid, but just really hard to navigate in a religion that just really caused a lot of fear and overwhelm and anxiety. And so this was where my relationship with death was really just not created in a healthy way right off the bat. And then, of course, getting older, when I started developing anxiety and panic, so much of the stuff that I learned in my childhood like reared its head and just exacerbated things. And then I developed some health anxiety and I really just had this tight grip on control. Like I always wanted to make sure I was going to be okay. I always wanted to make sure I was going to be safe, that nothing bad would happen to me. And the same for my loved ones. And it was so, so hard because you know, when you cling to that control, when you cling to that safety, you feel the opposite of what you're trying to cling on to. Like you feel so out of control. You feel so much anxiety. You feel so uneasy because you just, you can't have that certainty that you're really, really fighting for. So maybe for you, you're thinking like, Shannon, I, this religious stuff does not resonate with me (laughs) and that's okay. So maybe for you, you have developed a fear of death because you've experienced trauma. Like maybe you've had a near-death experience or a loved one has or you lost somebody really close to you or somebody close to you has or is struggling with an illness or maybe it's none of this and it's just simply due to the fact that we and the world that we live in, we have so much access to information and we absorb an overwhelming amount of information and oftentimes scary information that we were never designed as humans to take in like the news the media social media like all the things so overwhelming right so it can be just as simple as i have heard a lot of scary things i've seen a lot of scary things and and i don't want anything bad to happen to me and so now i really struggle with this fear of death So whatever the reason is, I want you to know I'll be sharing some really helpful stuff with you in this episode. But before I share some really helpful stuff, like some stuff that really helped me to create a healthy relationship with death, I want to tell you something that is going to be hard for you to hear. But it's important to hear. I would not share it with you if it was not important and also if it were not helpful. So of course, as humans, we all want to live. Like we have a strong desire and our bodies help us to live. Like we want to live. But the truth is we cannot live forever, right? Death is inevitable. It's something that's going to happen. And the more we try to fight it, much like anxiety, the more we're going to feel scared and the more we're going to feel anxious. And honestly, the more we're going to struggle to actually be able to live, to actually be able to be present. And there is so much in this life that is already hard and even painful, but we can choose to not add another layer of hard and pain. And this happens when we work to change our relationship with death. When we really start working to accept it and to see it as being a teacher and when we can start to see what we can actually learn from death. Because although it is a little bit scary, 
we can learn a whole heck of a lot from it. So I actually want to share a paragraph from one of my favorite books, and it's called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And when I read this in his book, it was just so eye-opening, and I hope that it helps to open your eyes a little bit too, and it helps to give you some perspective into everything that I'm going to talk about in this episode. So he says, It is truly a great cosmic paradox that one of the best teachers in all of life turns out to be death. No person or situation could ever teach you as much as death has to teach you. While someone could tell you that you are not your body, death shows you. While someone could remind you of the insignificance of the things that you cling to, death takes them all away in a second. While people can teach you that men and women of all races are equal and that there is no difference between the rich and the poor, death instantly makes us all the same. I share this with you because when I read this short passage and when I read his book, it truly shifted my thinking and it made me think, how can death teach me how to live? And seeing death as being a teacher of life, like I think we all hear that thing, right? If today were your last day, like what would your life look like? What would you do? But truly, I think, you know, that's that's hard for somebody like me. You might be like me, a realist, somebody that's like, that's taking it a bit too far. But like, where is the middle ground here? And I think seeing death as a teacher, like how can I not be afraid of it? Like how can it teach me how to actually live? Because I don't want to be paralyzed by this fear. So when I shifted my thinking from this is something that I have to fear and something that I need to be scared of and flipped it to how can death teach me to live? Like it was such a game changer. And it really helped me to realize like clinging to certainty is risky. Like that's not safe. Clinging to safety is risky. Like clinging to faulty beliefs is risky. Clinging to control is risky. And the opposite, the letting go, like truly loosening your grip on these things is so freeing. Like when I let go of my need for certainty, when I let go of my need for safety, when I let go of my need of knowing and believing and having concrete information, Like when I let go my need of control, that's when I started experiencing the freedom that I wanted to feel and the lack of fear and more peace and more joy. Imagine that, right? (laughs) It's not easy, but I think just this little perspective can help you to shift things. So let's talk about some things that helped me to create a healthy relationship with death. So this first one is very specific to my religious trauma. Um, And after I'll dive into things that are not. But of course, I had to heal from the religious trauma that I experienced. And I didn't even really know, right, as a kid or even as a young adult that I had experienced trauma. But it was truly traumatic. And for me, I had to explore and I had to create new beliefs surrounding life and what happens after it. Like I had to create for myself what my beliefs are. And I, throughout college, I remember just having this strong desire, like I want to take some religious classes, like I want to explore other religions, other beliefs, other ideas, like I've only been taught this one thing and it can't be, like it can't be just this one path, this one religion, this one quote way, like there has to be more. 
And I remember when I started exploring and I took some classes in college, I just felt like this weight start to lift off of me of like, I don't have to continue to carry around and hold these beliefs that I was taught when I was a kid. I can create for myself what my beliefs are now. And that was so powerful. And my beliefs now look so incredibly different than they did from when I was a kid, from what I was taught. And that's just such an amazing part of our personal experience. Like you can explore, you can learn, you can read, and you can create new belief systems, new ideas, and a healthier relationship with spirituality and even religion and what all of it means for you. So I encourage you, if you've gone through a similar experience as me, you have some battles with religion, maybe you're currently still in the religion or you've gone outside of it, but you still have a lot that you're trying to work through. I just want to encourage you to be open, explore, like allow yourself to read and experience new things and talk to people about different religions and find out, get new information and like just see what feels good for you. Okay, so the next one, and this is a big one, and I know it's hard, but it is like probably the most important. You've got to talk about death. Like you've got to allow yourself to go there. You cannot shy away from it. You cannot pretend that it's never going to happen. We can't just walk through life, right, with our eyes covered shut and like, it's not happening. I just everything's great and I'm just going to protect myself and nothing bad is going to happen to me. No, we can't do that. Like, of course it would be nice to have that certainty, right? I'm never going to die. It's going to be great. Life is going to be great. I'm going to live until I'm, you know, a hundred. We can't have that. And I think too, it's so important to allow yourself to have thoughts about death. Like, All of our brains have thoughts about death sometimes. Like my brain still goes there sometimes. Obviously, I'm human. And it's really important to not fight your brain. Like let your brain go there. Let your brain have thoughts. You don't have to make the thoughts go away. I know that they can bring about some discomfort and that's okay. We can sit with that discomfort. We can allow those feelings in and, you know, really pay attention. You don't have to go down rabbit holes, but you don't need to push the thoughts completely away. You don't need to tell yourself that you can't have thoughts about death, that you can't go there because it's just too big. It's just too scary. When you really start letting yourself go there in a healthy, gentle, compassionate way, like maybe I can hold space from this. Maybe it doesn't have to be so scary and it really becomes less scary. So I encourage you like explore talk about it. Let the thoughts in. Like this is not something that you have to continue to fight up against because really it comes back to that certainty, right? That control. You want it and we just really can't have it. And the more we try to, we're going to create so much pain and suffering. Okay. So this next one ties nicely into that one. You know, leaning into uncertainty. It's so important. It's so hard. I know. But I had to lean into uncertainty often. Like I had to acknowledge when I was walking into something, I didn't know how it was going to look. I didn't know how it was going to turn up. I didn't know if I would panic. I didn't know. I didn't know what the heck would happen. But I had to allow for all those uncertainties to be there. I had to actually acknowledge its presence. And I, my job was to not fight it, to not try to figure things out and to solve for the future and to plan and to make sure that everything was always going to be okay. Like I really had to drop the wanting to have it all figured out. And when you do that, it is so incredibly freeing. 
So small steps, like what are the small steps you can take to let uncertainty in, to not push up against it? So something that goes nicely into this one, the next one is, I really stopped doing the things that I knew was fueling the anxiety. Like a lot of death anxiety can be intertwined with health anxiety. So for myself, or I should say, yeah, they go hand in hand. So for me, with health anxiety, I really had to stop checking my pulse. I had to stop Googling stuff. I had to stop like going down the rabbit holes on the internet. <laughs> I had to stop mapping out how close or far I was from quote safe places. Like I really had to let myself sit in that unknowing, that uncertainty, right? And I had to allow myself to feel that discomfort and to let it in and to let it be there. And I know how hard this stuff is, but resisting the knowing is so, so helpful. So the next one is that I really started saying yes to a whole heck of a lot more. Like yes to adventures, even though there was anxiety present, even though I didn't know like what was going to happen if I was going to be okay. I just started saying yes a lot more and no to quote safety. I know how hard this is because as humans, we all want to feel comfortable. We all want to feel safe. But oftentimes we get that comfort and safety mixed up. Like we can be uncomfortable, really uncomfortable, and still feel and still be safe. So letting yourself say yes to more and not trying to keep yourself so, quote, safe. Okay, the next one is I started to put way more focus on the things that I actually had control of rather than all the things that I didn't. Like I was always so focused on, all the things I didn't have control of. I tried to plan. I would try to figure out. I would try to prepare. I would like try to control everything. And instead of putting all my focus on things that I really didn't have a whole lot of control of, I should have focused on the things that I actually had control of. So when I shifted my focus and I started really focusing on the things I had control of, like how I was responding to my thoughts and feelings, the actions I took, when I asked for support, like these things were so so helpful. Okay, the next one, I practice things that help me to stay present, right? And I just got more present by allowing myself to actually do things that I wanted to do. And it didn't matter if anxiety was there, if fear was there, okay, but I'm still going to do them. Like actually allowing myself to be present, to exist in the present moment. You can't live in the past, you can't live in the future there will be so much pain and suffering. So like actually allowing myself to be present, to practice being present. You know, people talk so much about mindfulness and there's a very big reason for it. It is super helpful because when you're being mindful, when you're being present, your brain can exist in the here right now. And if it's trying to exist in the past or the future, there's always going to be anxiety. There's always going to be discomfort. So speaking of being more present, <laughs> something that actually helped me, and this was after I had already recovered and I was no longer struggling with death anxiety, but it really helped me like to even further create a healthy relationship with death. It was becoming a mom because I really, and I will get emotional because <laughs> I do about being a mom, but I really like having a child changes so much in you. And becoming a mom for me, I, something, something was ignited in me that was like, you want to be present for all of it. You don't want to miss a dang thing. And I remember having Amelia and thinking, I am always 
going to put so much effort in living in the present moment so that I don't miss a second of time with my daughter because it's so important to me. And because I don't ever want to wish that I had done things differently. So for me now, it looks like not being on my phone, right? When I'm on my phone in front of my daughter, I'm not present. I can't be present. Like really doing my best to be present in every moment, not just with her, right? But with myself. But becoming a mom really helped me to make this promise to myself and really hold myself accountable. Like I don't want to miss the moments with her, but I also don't want to miss my moments. I don't want to miss the awesome, amazing things that I can experience in this life. Okay, so the next one, and this one's emotional also for me to talk about. Um, My grandfather passed away 10 years ago, and he was a very important person in my life. Um, Somebody who I saw as being a, a father figure because my father has never really been present in my life. And my grandfather taught me a lot. Um, But ironically, it's funny, (laughs) my grandfather actually was a pastor and he was very into the Pentecostal religion, really held a lot of strong beliefs, but he taught me so much about being accepting. Like, you might not agree with me, Shannon. You might not agree with what you've been taught. You might not agree with the religion and that's okay. That's okay. And it's just so cool because he had his beliefs and he really believed. And I just think it's so cool now being an adult and really having this healthy relationship with death that I have so much peace with this, right? That he really truly felt like when he died, he was going to heaven and he would have this experience that he he wanted his whole life. And for me, I've created something so different for myself. But back to the the story, because I'm kind of getting away from myself. But when my grandfather passed away, it was just such a crazy experience because I thought that it was going to be so hard. And not to say it wasn't hard. It was absolutely hard losing him. But I truly feel like wherever he went, he really helped to give me peace. He helped to give me so much peace surrounding his death, surrounding what happens after death. Like, I truly feel like he just sent me so much peace, made me really feel like I don't have to be scared. And it just is such a cool gift. And this, I feel like, only really happened because I allowed myself to expand and explore and create a new new belief system for myself and to think that I would now think you know my grandfather passes and I just am given so much peace and I don't believe what he believed and and being at peace with all of it like it's just it's so crazy but it's so so cool (laughs) so yeah this one's kind of like just I guess my message here is be open right be open be accepting like be accepting of different things that might be way outside of your comfort maybe things that you're like I don't I don't know like allow yourself to go there so the last one that was really helpful for me is I used some mantras like I if you've worked with me if you're a client if you're a student you know how much I love (laughs) mantras I love mantras I'm a big fan of affirmations like 
I love all the things. And although I don't think obviously they can themselves like fix things, I think they can hugely support us. And so one of my favorite mantras that I would tell myself was, I choose to live in the present moment. Here I am healthy and I'm alive. And here I get to decide what happens next. And for you, you can also, if you struggle with the fear of losing a loved one, like you can apply this to your loved ones. Like my loved one is healthy and alive and I choose to live here in this moment with them and to create memories and to share the love and to share the experiences. And this just sort of goes back to, to like you have to choose to live in the present moment. It's so important. It's so important. So I want to be honest and share with you, of course, sometimes I still get thoughts about death. Like we all, I feel like in this world that we live in, have so many things that can make us scared, feel scared, and really think. And I remind myself in these moments when I have thoughts, when I feel a little bit scared, it's okay to have the thoughts. It's okay to feel scared. But I can choose to bring myself back to live in the the here, the right now, Because this is the only place really that I can exist and feel alive and feel free. So I want you to really hear this. You can feel scared, but you don't have to let fear continue to make the decisions. I really want you to take everything that I've shared in this episode and I really want you to run with this idea that you can create a healthy relationship with death. And so what is one step that you can take today? that is going to help you to create a healthy relationship with death. So this is also a topic that I teach and that we talk about in my Panic to Peace program. And I've honestly contemplated doing a masterclass specifically on this topic because I love talking about death anxiety. I know it sounds weird, but I'm just hugely passionate about it because I feel like I've completely transformed my relationship with death and I want this for everyone else too. And it's possible and I want to show people how. So if this is something that you'd be interested in, like, let me know. DM me, email me, like, let me know what you think. Um, And of course, if you have found this episode to be helpful, please share it with somebody that you think could benefit from hearing it. And please, please, if you have not yet taken some time to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could just share some words about what my podcast has meant to you, what it's done for you. I read all of them. It is so, this podcast is so important to me. It's how I can help people. It's how I can reach you. It's how I can help you to create a healthy relationship with death and anxiety and just experience more life. So until next time, my friend, keep choosing to live in the present moment and take healthy action. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at A Healthy Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.